You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I am your host, Stephen White, and with me is Todd Stark. Hello. And John Taylor. Hey there, everybody. Guys, how have you been? This is better than John. That was, what was that intro? Hey there, everybody. Yeah. You don't like it? If I was in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, I would love it. I'm just being nice. I don't like you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you guys, you know... Let's get our energy pumping. Let's talk about some games, man. If y'all got anything you want to talk about, I've got I've got a few stories, if I may, start go, please, us off. Please go ahead. What about did did either of you hear about the Atari box? Yeah, the Atari, Atari box. box. This is hypothetical. This is the, the rumor is this is from uh, VentureBeat. It's where where I read this. It said the Atari box will run on PC. However. Okay. It is strongly implied that it will be a retro games console. See, so like, like it'll play old Atari games. That's yeah, that's that's the rumor. Maybe like a an NES classic or the the right something like that. Because I've heard the opposite. I've heard it's a brand new console. Okay, see, the, it's conflicting reports because I've I've seen things like that too. So, yeah. what what do you think it will be? Now, I believe to do a retro console. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Right. But at the same time, do they really have games that would warrant that? <laughs> you put fucking Pitfall on it, and I'm playing it. Yeah. Now, Pitfall, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely buy it, buy it into that. You just have is one game. Is it going to have, like, cartridges? It's on cartridge, or is it just going to be like a... I would assume it's going to be just one massive in, okay. collection of Atari games. And it better look... Well, didn't they a few years ago? Or am I just... Like, was it somebody else that put out the one that looked exactly like the Atari 2600? There there have been uh, other yeah, companies putting about. out those where it's the plug-and-play. Right. Uh. But they've been very low quality. They've not yeah. been up to par. And if this is supposed to be what it's supposed to be, this will be that higher-grade Atari-style console where right. they're actually taking back their games and putting out something better. Yeah, I mean they still make a <laughs> Which few is funny games, to say right? about an Atari. I was about to say, how can you make an Atari game better? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, the new Pitfall. I mean, I know what? they had it on what? Pitfall and Pitfall Two. I would gladly put the money right. down for it. But did they not redo it on uh, Nintendo, yeah. the Super, Super Nintendo? Nintendo? Yeah, Am I wrong. No, no, I believe they did. Super Pitfall. I remember that? It. Right. Yeah, we played it. We but had it. That was made. I mean, did it? But Atari put it out. Am I right? Like, was it their game, or did somebody else, somebody else have the know. rights? I don't know. I think that might have been a different company. I don't think so it was So somebody them. else owns the rights to Pitfall. Could be. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean like, just, here's $25. Make me a new Pitfall. <laughs> if that. Game. Yeah. But, and, and E.T. It's got to have E.T. Yeah, we got to have E.T. Just because oh. everyone wants ever to. played that? It's terrible. It's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, come on. What, I mean, it was, to be fair, it was like every single Atari game. Garbage. They made it in yeah. what four nights? Yeah. <laughs> so, if they that. made that in a week, am I right? I think so. Yeah. We yeah. Had to. It's like I think I was read it was they were rushing to get it out before when the movie was coming out or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. It's like and a last minute, that, like hey, make us a game. And 
the guy they? that made it was like one of their big developers. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. He was, and he didn't really. Well, I mean, not to say that he didn't want to make the game, but it was a hack job to be done in right. a certain amount of time that you yeah. just have no plan to do anything. You don't know what to do, right. so he just rushed it out, whatever he could. Right. I mean, the. I mean, honestly, the guy did okay for it, for a rush job. Right. <laughs> I mean. It was going to be a cash grab anyway. It was E.T. Mm-hmm. Everybody freaking loved E.T. I loved E.T. Cried when he left. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to phone home. Disappointed. John, you weren't even old enough to watch E.T. I wasn't, but I watched it Oh, my God. Later. Did you ever seen it? Yeah. Okay. I watched I'm it later. Sure in life. <laughs> Gotta make sure he's seen E.T. I mean, because he didn't even play Fact Santa, dude. And he's like, I don't remember this game. Well, it's okay. That's it's before okay. my time. No, he'll, he'll have his day. He'll have his day was, for his I mean, retro. like, Atari 2600, I was too little. So I skipped. I missed that. But I did play all those games. I went back and played them. I John. did, too. My uncle had one, and I played it. Did you play all the Nintendo games? I mean, all the Nintendo all of games. Them. There's only, like, a million. So, yeah, Did you I play at all. least 500 of them? I played them. I played 1,000. John, shut up. Uh, I have been. You have been on my nerves since we got here to the, ca- the cafe of megapixels, like the palace. Palace of megapixels. Well, Man, do you not know where we are? Spit it's it hot. out, dude. But anyone who doesn't know, just in case, to clarify to any listeners who may not know about Atari and their troubled history, is that they were purchased by a European publisher in 2001 called uh, Infograms, and they filed for bankruptcy in 2013. They've not been in the console game for a long time. Right. In fact, have. it's been, what, since the the Atari Jaguar, I think was the last one that I remember. Yeah. And that was maybe, what, a 32-bit? Yeah, it was something like that. What, early 90s, late yeah. 80s? Yeah. Something like that. So, cost, yeah, they've, they've not been like in the... It cost like $600, am I right? It was expensive. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, I mean, they've been, they've been trying to focus on mobile games and things like that. They still have a name, but I don't feel like it's a name that carries like it used to. Yeah. So well, I think whenever you hear Atari, I don't think that you attached it to a game automatically. No. It was to the console, even though they did make a lot of those right. Games. If if any if anything like that ever happened in Nintendo, that would be what would happen. I believe people would remember the consoles, not right. and obviously the characters to go with it, but the console itself would stand out. But I think that after two years. Everybody would forget that and go, okay, they got Mario, they have Metroid, they have this, that. You know, I think that would be the company that could really get past that. Yeah. Nintendo. Much like Sega, all, all anyone Sega, can ever think Sega about is done, uh, yeah. Sonic. Right. You I, know, don't, I don't. They have done other games, but yeah. I can't think of them. I can't even remember what the. Is there, do they I don't do a fighting game? Do they do a fighting game? Uh, they might have one, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what I it is. I can't remember either. All right, well, despite that, uh, do either of you guys have any news? I have, Luke. I wanted to talk about um, Cuphead for a, se- for a second. I seen a uh, an ad about the um, the developers for Cuphead. They all, I guess, they believed in this game so much. You know, mm-hmm. it's been it's been a while since you know you see it. I guess they talked about it when they announced the Xbox One. I think, or maybe the E3 after that, if I'm not mistaken. I could be. I do, totally I do recall wrong. it had a presence at E3. Yes. Okay. So, and it's been a while. Yeah. So where's that game? They keep they keep talking about it. They keep showing. I think it's been playable at a couple of E3s mm-hmm. now, maybe or some kind of shows. But you know, it's close to release here. I think at the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, if I'm if I'm remembering right. I can't mm-hmm. remember exact date. But these guys, a few of them, like I guess they're him, the developer and his brother. They quit their jobs and they remortgaged their houses just to finish this game. And that, to me, shows 
a lot of what ind uh, you know indie developers go through and the passion that they put into their games and sometimes why their games to me shine more than a triple a title that has no heart it's a great game but it has no heart like to me i look at cuphead and i remember sitting in my grandpa's house or my grandma's house you know waiting for some uh, you know apples cut me a damn apple up you know and, and watching this old mickey show you know and when I, that's what I feel like when I look at that, and and it it has a it feels like it has a pulse, it has a you know a heartbeat, and I want to play this game. I probably won't never I will never get to play this game probably. And I do recall that that was one of those Xbox titles that I mentioned a few episodes yeah. back that I would love to play. I would I would really want to play it because I love the art design of it. It does have that old school style like an old Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yes, it that intrigues me enough to want to play it. Right. Uh, art style, as we've said before, it can sell a game. I think it'll take it a lot of places because if it looks good, you're sucked into it. You want to play it. And this is definitely one of those games. I love the art style. I want to play it myself. I just hate when, like, there's, I, I want to know how many people look at this game and they go, oh, it's an indie, and they write it off. You know, I don't know. I know Microsoft's pushing it. They need to push this game. If they don't push this game, they are, uh, for a better word, uh, lack of a better word, just stupid. And yeah. they, that's mm -hmm. just other mistakes that they've made, you know? Mm -hmm. This is this needs to be on the forefront of whatever they're trying to do because I really, I mean, I've, I've heard things like this game is unforgivingly hard. You know, I want to at least see it. I want, I'm yeah. ready for it to come out. I want to hear more about it. It's just a testament to indie developers that these people believed in this game enough to quit their job and remortgage their house because it's not only quitting your job. They remortgage their house and if something falls through, their house is gone. Yeah. You know, so they believe in this game enough. To do that, and I don't know. I wish more AAA games had that heart. I feel yeah. like it could be a console seller if yeah. pushed right. Yeah, mm -hmm. and really indie could. game or no, I mean, indie games have power if they just if if companies they really push them. The, the publishers get involved and they really push these games. There's so many great ones out there, and we'll talk about them in time. I'm sure. Right. I mean, just just to off that point you just made about uh, pushing that. Think about when PlayStation Four first came out. Dude, I just remember they pushed the hell out of Resogun. They pushed a lot of indie games. Yeah, I mean, and, and I that think that, uh, you know, like I've heard reports here lately, you know, they're not, not that they're not important, but they're not in the forefront as they were before. Now the, the big games are starting to come out and they're first-party studios. You have to push those games, you know what I mean? Or you're not doing yourself justice. But at first, I mean, I remember they called them, they... PlayStation got, you know, just smacked around for being what the indie the indie station. You remember mm -hmm, those, all mm -hmm. that crap? And every month you got a new indie game with your PlayStation Plus subscription. It seemed like, and dude, I'm I if you if they want AAA games during those you know PlayStation Plus months, you know, fine, give me one AAA game, but give me one of those indie games too. I love those indie games. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best place for them is for Microsoft and Sony to really push them right. in those free moments because who else is... It's it's a hard sell sometimes for an indie game because you don't know who the yeah. developer is unless they've got a following out there. Curve Digital, I know they're one that's got Stealth um, is one of their games. Oh, yeah, Stealth Incorporated? Yeah. yeah. Um, I know they've got tons more, and I'm, I'm right. drawing a blank on it right now, but they've got a library, and when I see them, I'm like, oh, okay, I know who right. they are. They've got a name now. They might be indie, but they have a name. And I know that it might actually be a good game to try out. So I might right. be more willing to give them money 
versus a, a developer I don't know, despite all the things I may have heard. Right. So to put it in a freebie, yeah, let right. me check it out. Let me see if this developer is worth my time, and I'll gladly play it. Yeah, and they get a big chunk of money up front for those PS Plus uh, if their game is on there. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a great service for those guys. They get the money up front. It, it kind of takes a lot of stress off of them, I think. And a lot of them, after they get that money, they, they don't just stop and rest on it. You know, they, they go and they make a uh, like a down, like some DLC. And if you're getting your game out to a million people that easy because of it being free... Hey, they they could come back and buy the downloadable content if it's a good game. Yeah. And for the most part, Sony picks those good games to put on those. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been disappointed. I haven't, man. I, I playing one. A lot of people get disappointed and with I, the selection. I haven't been. I'll even admit there are times that I'll see an indie game that they may have chosen that maybe just doesn't interest me. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean I won't look at it, give it a shot. If it right. seems like something I might want to play, sure, I'll give it a shot. But there are times, yeah, I'll look at it and be like, nah, it's just it's just not my bag, and that's fine. You know, at least it might be someone else's. Right. And you should at least give it a shot. Well, what about House, what, Housemark? Is that the ones, they make a what, Dead Nation, Resogun. Mm-hmm. That's just, uh, you were talking about a library. When you see Housemark made this game, dude, I just immediately, it's going to be good. It's going to have quality. It's going to have a triple A polish from an indie studio. Because, man, they put stuff on that screen. Like, when stuff in the Resogun blew up, man, it blew up into the tiniest little chunks. Mm-hmm. It amazed me. And I'm like, you know what? Like, nobody realizes it. That's next gen. When you yeah. see that on the screen, that's next gen. And, and I think a lot of people write that off. And just the fact that they can do that, I'd like to see, like, you know, they're not even bought, you know, Sony doesn't own them. They're not a first-party studio, even though they make games for them first-party. I would love it if Sony would approach them and buy them and say, hey, do this, do that. You know, look, here's eight, here's the order. Do with the order. Yeah. What would you do with that? You know, because I really, any if their name's on it, I would trust it to be high quality, and I'm excited to, to have it. Like, they just got, what's that one called out, that they just got uh, Next Machina? Yeah. Have you played it? I have not, It's no. got really good reviews. I've seen eights and nines. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't played it. I just realized, you know, the other day it was Tuesday. I didn't even know it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> New games came out, but it, I started seeing reviews for it, so that's one I'm going to definitely check out here pretty yeah. soon. John, what about you? You going to check anything out? Yeah, it's this new game that's come out. It's an alpha. It's called SOS: The Great Escape. Y'all don't even know about this. No, I, I don't. Know. I don't know what it is. Please do tell. <clears throat> All right, I'm reading this off the web page because it's it's so new. Not anybody hardly knows anything about it, but it's an alpha, and so people are playing it. The goal of SOS is simple: find a relic, signal for extraction, and escape on a helicopter. With 16 contestants and only three seats on the helicopter, you'll need to outthink, outrun, and outfight your opponents. That is intense. I'm I'm scared. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to spot on that helicopter. Use the power of your own voice and personality to create bonds with other contestants and the audience. Statistics show contestants that work together have higher rate of survival than those who don't. And that's pretty much all they got. Anyways, it's <laughs> one island, which the island is huge. Like, it's humongous. Like, compare it to a size of... Mm. Far Cry. Really? Which one? Hmm. Don't know. Three. Hmm. Small. Okay, maybe a little yeah, bit. I mean, that was 
sizable. It's 16 oh, yeah. people. I mean, for 16, 16 people, people on something, that's and, pretty big. Yeah, it's sizable. Th- so it's, got, a, it's a deserted island. Deserted island. Well, it's not. It's a, it was inhabited. There's old bases and like camps and stuff on that. That's how you get your weapons. And So is this a fight it out? To- yes, it is a battle royale game. Oh, so it's not like a Survivor and then they all go vote somebody off the island? No. Okay. All right, it's one island, 16 contestants. There's a 30-minute time limit, which I'm assuming in later time. Well, you can shorten it and make it longer if you wanted no, to. No, it needs to be 30 minutes. And there's a maximum of three Survivors. Okay, now you see, he just sold this game to me because <laughs> why not? Why not make that battle royale like the book in the movies? What, yeah. You, yeah, you could have, if you could make it 40, but granted they may have limitations, but like hell, put 40 people on an island and you have to kill each other. Last man standing and you're yeah. the winner. But you know what? Fantastic. Right now there's about five games like that coming out. Yeah. That's and then this one does sound different, though. It's I mean, way like, different. For, for, yeah, if you're yeah, on yeah. A, an island deserted and it's right. pretty big open world, yeah, I'm all well, in. It's not completely deserted. There's there some Indians? type of or, I'm sorry, monsters native. on there. <clears throat> some type of monster. monster? Might, Wendigos is what they look like. Wind, Wendigos. Wendigos. Whatever. What, what, Wendigos. 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 It's Wendigos. a Winnebago. Wendigo. That's a Wendigo. Anyways, there's they're all they're scattered around the map. There's little babies and the adults, and then the relic holders. Well, who's got the relic? The monsters, the relic color monsters. So it's not completely just against them, but it is. Yeah, it's them and others. Yes. Oh, threats. I see what you're saying. Like, okay, that's where the team part comes in. Because apparently these things are going to be pretty strong. You okay. can work together, but you right. don't have to. You can. You, you, you can work you together to. up to the end <laughs> to betray them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, like I'll I said, there's only right a three-person win limit. Only three people you. can mm-hmm. win. I will hit you with my bamboo. And you can have. I guess you can have. As far as I can tell, you can have as many friends on there as you want to. You can team up. That way, you can talk to each other. Right. And kind of see where everybody's at. Well, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, it's part survivor, part battle royale, mm-hmm. part uh, whatever. Uh, I, I like <laughs> what I'm hearing, though. I mean, the way it, you read it. From what I saw, it looks end. really fun. Really fun, and it's. I don't know. If you get hit by the monster so many times, one of the monsters, you get infected. So then you got the infection running around on top H1 of you. H1N1. Yeah. Oh, H1Z1. Yeah. There's antidotes around the island, but there's so many monsters, the antidote just kind of stops it for a little while until you get hit again. Okay, now yeah, here's But my you can question. slow down the infection by hit, eating the mushrooms that are surrounded. It'll Jesus slow it down. Christ. Here's my question right now. Is there too many genres in this game? It does seem a little cluttered, but it could work. It could work, yes. But could it also suffer from too many genres? Like, right there. I mean, there's five different games in no, there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know, the way I sound, I guess, making it sounds like it's John, all you so many, exactly so on top like of that. Sound. But I mean, it, 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 like I said, it's a huge island. Huge. That and you, does it, not change when you the first fact st- that there's five games in it. On the outside of the island, the monsters aren't as, you know, as popular. But the closer to the middle you get where the relics are, there's more and more monsters. That you gotta fight off, and of course, you the closer you get to the middle, that's where you find the better weapons. They always put them in the middle. Yeah, that's where you gotta go. That's Shit. where everything's at. So, what was this called again? SOS: The Great Escape. SOS: The Great Escape is an alpha on PC right now. Isn't called The Great Escape already? Had a little fat guy and a skinny guy. There is. There, I did look it up. There is also an SOS game made on the SNES in the nineties. Not so sure maybe they're they're taking liberties it, with their names. Maybe it's not a final. Could be. Could be that's, probably why, that's probably why they put the gray escape on there to kind of make it. Oh, ripping off two. 
Yeah. Also, there's six games in this game. Now we're going to rip off the name of two other games. There's also a game <laughs> called SOS, and it's like a pencil and paper game. You literally like draw a grid, put SOS in it. I don't know how it works. I just, when I typed don't in SOS. Don't talk about that game. I'm just saying. I don't know how it <laughs> I'm works. I'm just saying. John, but apparently that's a real game. Me. What I do? I don't know. I like to say that to you every week. Mm-hmm. All right, so we were talking about this last time, and we finally got confirmation about the Super NES Classic coming Woo! out on September 29th. Be trying to get that. We I have our <laughs> and we have we have a list. I cannot believe that we missed some of these. I know, and it. some oh, of yeah. them I'm actually surprised at. Mm-hmm. So I'd say for for the most part, we knew Super Mario World was going to be right. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Fox, I think we said was would be interesting. Star Fox Two being that, unreleased. That's the big deal for that is that is, that is huge. Sweet. That's yeah. going to be the console seller not just to sell it but to scalp it yeah. right <laughs> because exactly. when, once they get it out there on the market and then they say no we're going to take it back where else are you going to play it unless you emulate it and if this is nintendo's final version of the game it's not going to be any other version you've ever seen right because it's previously unreleased i mean and if there was already something released of that we would have heard that a long time ago yeah absolutely it would already been emulated mm-hmm. i think um Zelda, obviously, I think right. we knew that was going to be a one. possibility. Donkey Kong Country was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, Contra Three was interesting. I'm, I love that game. Oh, I love that game. Yes, that was a, that was a household favorite. My Did home. It, is there one part where you can hang on to the, you're hanging on these like rails and you're going down and shooting? Am I right? Oh, dude, there's all kinds of stuff. Like there's like you shooting, they're shooting literally missiles off a helicopter, and you're jumping from missile to missile shooting yeah. an alien okay. spaceship. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same game I remember. Uh, Earthbound, I think, should have been a given. They've been pushing that a lot lately. I know that was a big deal when it got released on the yeah, virtual console. That, so I'm excited for that one. It is. It is fun. I've played it uh, once, and it's been a while, but it was. It was very fun. A good little RPG. Right. Um, F Zero was was one I was Love. really surprised at that one I my didn't think about. Favorite racing game. Yeah, really. it's got a great soundtrack. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you remember that. Or not. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy III, I thought was an interesting choice, but it's Final Fantasy VI in the series, but Final Fantasy III on the Super Nintendo. Right. Um, it's a fun game. I liked it. Kirby should have been a, a given, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. Mega Man X was interesting. I remember yeah. that. Mega Man X is probably one of my favorite Mega Man games. Played yeah. it numerous times. I remember it being very hard as a kid, but now I can barrel through it like yeah. it's no problem. And yeah. I love that I can do that now. It makes me feel good. Uh, Secret of Mana was was another one. I that, love that game. That was a very interesting game, and it should work. They should they need to make sure that you have three controllers so you can play with three people. That's a disappointment. I think it comes with two, right? It comes with two, yeah. but for a game like that, you need three. At least it comes. How do you with do two. it with three? Yeah, it, it, I think. How did they do that? I don't remember that game. I don't think they did that. I think you dreamed that. No, no, no. You had three <laughs> characters, and you could play with three people. But how you do it, I don't remember. I don't remember either. They See, may I, have had. They did, it they, may have been one of their peripherals that they added on like they i know the the nintendo yeah, had one where you could plug up four controllers yeah because you remember nightmare on home street that shitty oh ass it was probably one God. of the very first games that you could actually do four people playing i forgot about that game yeah i was, I was about to say they probably had like a little extra yeah, controller slot mm-hmm. right yeah lgn man classic game maker <laughs> uh street fighter 2 should have been a given i think it's hyper fighting it's not hyper fighting where do you think we get our turbo from? <laughs> That's right. Super Mega Crash Brothers Hyper Turbo. <laughs> Super Castlevania 4. I, I should have thought about is that. Is that on too. there? Yeah, that's on there. Okay, good, because I had read something that it wasn't going to be on there. No, it was on the list, the official list. And what I'm, I'm in for that one. I love yeah. playing that one. That was a great game. Yep. 
I love uh, it. Super Ghost and Ghouls was a bitch of a game. Oh my, every, all those games one are of those terrible. Games, yeah. They're so, yes. Fun, they're, but they're, you talk about unrelenting, like Cuphead's supposed to... That's that's the original that's the, right there. How about you get game through the that world. game, the original one? You don't even know nothing I about it, John. It. No, you I didn't. played it. You didn't play any <laughs> Nintendo game. You get all the way through it, and you beat it, and it's you like, play it again. oh, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, you... Um, you have to go back to the beginning to, and then beat it again to actually get into hell. Which is impossible. I don't think nobody's yeah. ever done that. No, dude. You How about he runs around in a loincloth? He yeah. looks a little bit like Jesus. <laughs> and then you're just dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, That was a brutal game. I remember that. Um, Super Mario Kart was one we didn't mention, well, which we game. should have. Should have known. Yeah, should've we should have known. Yeah, yeah, we should have known that. But, but in all, you know, in all fairness, we were just talking... Between us and speculation, this it was not even confirmed yet. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, Super Mario RPG. If you've never played that, never played that, that was a fantastic this, game. Yeah. Now this this was a, like a precursor to Paper Mario, right? But SquareSoft actually did this one, and it was just it was a fantastic RPG, right? Very well done, and it's just definitely one that I would want to have well, if I got that. That was a hard game to find too, was it not? Yes, yes. It, it got okay. it got to be very rare at one point, and then when they released it on virtual console, it was another one of those. It was like, oh, finally, you know, right? Because it was very hard to come by. That was the very first RPG type game like that I've ever played. Confused the crap out of me. <laughs> Dragon Warrior was mine. Oh, I, I got it yes. with uh, Nintendo Power. Dragon Warrior. <laughs> Uh, Super Mario World we mentioned. Super Metroid was another one we yeah, should have remembered. I think I've got that. Was a... Super Punch Out? God, yes. yes. That's the one yep, you, we talked that. about earlier it. in the week. He's like, I didn't see it on there, and then you read it again. And he's mm-hmm. like, it was on there. But Super I was like, yeah. I really, I, I, I fist pumped when he said it, <laughs> and I hit the the umbrella. It, it hurt. All excited, yeah. and then Yoshi's Island was the last one. I think it was on that list uh, that makes out twenty one games. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember Yoshi's Island. The one thing I, I can remember that it come with the the the, the, the was it the the retro SNES that they did. I we got that one. Mm. It had the uh, the infant Mario and Luigi. Yeah, uh, and if he fell you off your back, Yoshi. he'd start crying very annoyingly. <laughs> yeah, you had. I I'll think... put that sound effect in there for people. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like it. it was. There were some levels it was constant, constantly he was crying because you get hit so many times. It's and at some point, you know, a part of you is be like, oh, I feel so sorry for him. And then it, you hear it enough times, you're like, just shut up. Who was crying? Mario? There's, Mario yeah. or Luigi, whoever I need you. a milk. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was several times I just said, you know what? Get him. Get him, you little flying dudes. I don't even know what they were. Flying Koopas. Just get him. What I'm done. if I'm done. you left him? Could you just straight no. like, abandon well, then, him? Then it was game over. Because oh, oh, I think it was a 10, was it like 10 seconds. Hands. It was 10 seconds is like the minimum. The max was 30. And I think you got... Something stars, little stars, yeah, increase the time. I think it, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd drop them off at a Catholic it was, church. It was, it was, uh, I guess when I first saw it, I saw some stats about some Mario games, and that was, I think it said the worst selling, but to me, it was, I mean, it was pretty fun. It was a fun game, yeah. I no, guess, because it, it, it come out at the time of the end of the SNES. It did, and I, I think they even marketed it at some point as Super Mario World 2. It was oh, like their please. little subtitle right up at the top. To try and push it. If you rank the Mario Brothers, which game would be your favorite? Mine, I mean, just mine would be Super Mario World. I think. No, I, are we just I, talking about two D or are we talking about just 3D? any of them? Because yeah. I, Mario World would be my favorite on, yeah. out of all of them. But well, if, if we, yeah. I, I mean, I honestly feel like three D and two D kind of classify differently because if we're we're saying them all, I'd have to go with Super Mario Galaxy. Okay, that's true. Definitely one of the the top games that they've ever done. 
Right. Yeah. And I've heard that from a, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That and Mario Sunshine comes up. So. Yeah. Uh, but to me, man, I really, I don't know why I think that uh, I dug into that because I started finding a lot of secrets. And that was mm-hmm. the first game I remember having a lot of secrets. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, two you exits could, to about everything. You could go through the Star World and uh, uh, go back and do those 12, do just outlandishly hard mm-hmm. levels and then get into the fall. And every, all the Koopas were like yeah. Mario Brothers, you know. Had little pumpkin heads and everything. And they would have like Mario heads, and, mm-hmm. you know. I just... I went through and did that. I was the only one of my friends that did that. Yeah, I remember doing yeah, that. It was, it, was, it was great. It made you feel good once you accomplished yeah. it. Yeah, that, that, I think that's why that game. Just I hold that up on a different pedestal. I never, I didn't have a sixty-four. I never played uh, Mario sixty-four, and I know a lot of people like that because it was the first three D one, and uh, it was terribly hard. It, yeah, you but know, I, it it did have it brought a lot to it. You know, oh, for, yeah. for being a three D game, it oh, was definitely yeah. the best of its time, right? Because it did something that nobody else did at the time, right? I was say there's wasn't a whole lot of three D games then. No, and it really opened the door for that type of game. And I think, uh, funny enough, <laughs> I remember hearing this just recently is that Crash Bandicoot I think came out around the same yeah. time. They're out today. And it, They're out today. Yeah, and it. Um, it got overshadowed because Super Mario 64 was such a better game, in in a manner of speaking, but it just brought so much to it yeah. where it was not a that linear 3D, also, 3D yeah. game. Well, Sony was just starting yeah. their, their console. Yeah. I, see, I had, uh, at that point, jumped ship and went to Sony. I had Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. And those first few, I would give it to uh, Mario. Like, they, it was... And of course, Naughty Dog made freaking Crash Bandicoot, yeah. so that's what's crazy. And you see, see how far they've come. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's that gives me hope with a bunch of those indie developers. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, that's why I want Sony to approach House Housemark and say, "Hey, here's some money. Being under our umbrella, uh, you've made all the Dead Nation. What if one day they make the next The Last of Us or the next Uncharted? You know what I mean? Like yeah. That style game that really changes everything. That's." That's what's in these indie developers. I know I'm, I'm getting off subject. We're talking about something else, but that that's what is in those that's in those uh, developers and in those studios. That's there. Yeah, there's it just passion. has to be pulled out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up because I was reading about this, and I don't think really. I think we briefly touched on it when we were talking about E3. Was uh, the PlayLink on yeah. PlayStation 4. I know there was an announcement that on July 4th they were actually going to start that and give you a free game. Was it This Is You? Uh, this is, or That's You. That's You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they said if, if you're, anyone listening is unfamiliar with uh, PlayLink on the PS4, it's going to combine your smartphone or your tablet with your TV and your PS4, right. uh, download, what is it, uh, they've got an app, PlayStation app. If you already have that on your phone or your tablet or something like that, you're already pretty much ready to go right and it'll turn your smartphone or tablet into a versatile controller Dude. where you can doodle and pinch and drag and right. what have you uh that you is the game that's going to be coming out on july 4th as the promotion for this it's a comedy quiz game that challenges you and friends yes. for personal information find out what you really think about each other uh, about a thousand questions where you can reveal uh, your daring side by taking part in doodle challenges and snapping selfies, as they uh, mentioned. But it will be available full access version on July fourth. I'm excited about that. Like I like like uh, little games like that. I know like some of you can. It's easy to write that off when yeah. you look at it. It looks silly, you know, and it could be terrible. But at the same time, 
uh, there was this game that came with Move called TV Superstars. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you ever play it? Uh, I've heard of it, but I never did play it. Dude, me, we play, we used to play the piss out of that game, and it was just it was a stupid game that was fun. Yeah, and I see that in this new game. Uh, that's you. That's you. I, I keep <laughs> wanting to say this is you. This is us. This is us. But uh, yeah, I think we've seen a little bit of that at the E3 during that the show before the, yeah, the pre-show the pre-show mm-hmm. yeah it was um it was asking questions like which one is which one of uh i guess it showed all the pictures which one of these of y'all is more likely to scream if they seen a spider or something like that and it was just stupid stuff like that but if you can get like that app can totally game shows that oh, yeah. your buzzer family feud you know mm-hmm. all different kinds of things you could do with that play length and if they just use it right. Mm-hmm. Now, there were a few other games that they had listed that I thought I'd bring up just to see what y'all have kind of thought about them that are going to be part of this play link, but I don't know when they're uh, going to be available just yet, but they will be part of that later on. Uh, the first, and I think they showed this as well during that uh, that pre-show, is called Hidden Agenda. Yeah. Uh, it says it's a narrative-driven adventure that drops you into a detective thriller rife with chilling moral dilemmas that may determine life or death. Up to six players can join in to make tough decisions about how the story unfolds, but not all of you will be working toward the same objective. I think that's kind of a neat way because you're not all going the same way. You have different paths. Right. And And I think they they said this is, um, you'll all have objectives, but sometimes you'll be doing something in secret. Is that correct? Right, yeah, that's the hidden agenda. Like everybody has some kind of cards, I guess. And you're trying to, the way I took it was you was trying to... um, curve the story in another way Mm -hmm. so i guess you like look you got to vote to kill this guy when he gets get to the where they kill somebody or they run away or something you have to curve it and everybody has to figure out who has the hidden agenda yeah exactly and i think what supermassive is making this game the people that did until dawn yeah if i'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken i I do believe that's correct sounds like the that game that's out now i mean it's called the towns of salem you ever played it heard of it it's not real Mm, doesn't ring a bell it's an alpha, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, it's been out for a long time. It's a, uh, it's like sort of just like that, you know. There's, I think it's like twelve people or whatever, all around a little map. Everybody's got their own little job they got to do every day, and uh, you know, there's good guys and bad guys, and the good guys are trying to find all the bad guys. But at the end of every day, you know, somebody gets voted off the island, pretty much. Somebody gets right. hung in the middle of the town. Damn. But is it on PlayStation? No, it's a computer game. It's a little. It's not like it's not like crazy good graphics. It's Don't just like a little. These games it's like a text to play game, pretty <laughs> Unless much. Unless I can play it. Anyway, <laughs> you can. Everybody votes on who to get. You know who they want voted off the island, but also the bad. You know, there's like werewolf. There's like a werewolf, I think, and a serial killer. You know, they can pick somebody just random and just kill them off. And Van Helsing comes <laughs> out at the end, and he might. He might be a character on there. If you play it, you know. Well, it sounds interesting nonetheless. Yeah, it does sound cool. How old is this game? Oh, dude, it's been out for a few years. Okay. Maybe they're just taking the idea and trying to improve on it. And it's not like a... Just open on Windows Explorer and just go get it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not like a crazy, like, high-power game. It's like a little... Like a little Flash game, pretty much. It's You can play it right now on your cell phone, probably. Probably got it out now. No, my battery's It's crap. What? A few of the others they had, uh, one was called Knowledge is Power, which sounds like another trivia game, which 
I guess there's a limit to those that you can kind of get to. to oh, before, I, I don't really feel go, like it's... Uh, go on. You remember, okay, back to the Supermassive thing. You remember when we were watching E3 and they had that game, The Impatience? Yes. That is a prequel to Until Dawn. Oh, nice. I did read that the other day. I was wondering because you know we were both like, is that the is that the uh, yeah? Wondering if that was the same hospital. The, the hospital, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's the nice. hospital. So I'm wondering if this is uh, the miners. Does it have something to do with the miners? Yeah, that was could in be. There? So that's cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you, it's sorry. okay. Uh, knowledge is power. Trivia game. Uh, Frantics. It says it's an arcade style fun and manic mini game uh, game. <laughs> so I'm guessing something like <laughs> I don't know what to, fun and mini games. That's what it said. A mini game game. So kind of like, um, what is that game on Nintendo? One, two, switch. Uh, WarioWare. Oh, yeah. Where okay. it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. constant mini games and you got to just keep playing. Have you ever played WarioWare? No, I've not played like, any yeah. Nintendo games since the. It was a Game Boy game. Like all the Game uh, Boys, I think. The, I think there was even a version on the, the Wii. That's yeah, probably. the Wii. And there, I, I know there was one on the Game Boy. It was actually a kind of fun game. It you was know, fun. For what, I, dude, it I was, love mini games. It's, it's a party game. Right, of yeah. just mini games. You it's know? back, and it's back to back to back to back. You it, think maybe one little session's five seconds long. Yeah. That's great though. You know, and it's this... like boom, next game, boom, right. next game. And it's always something different. And they'll throw you in the mix of it. She's like, hold this this way, or once you stand this way for two seconds, and I don't know, it's just crazy. Or catch catch the pin before it hits the ground. And you got and the pin's like this big, and your hands like huge. And you got yeah. you got to hit the button, stop it, and you that always miss. No, but it's, it's, it, it's really it's is fun. fun. You'd be surprised. I'm just kidding. No, I like those guys. I think that's why that game, you know, games like that have emerged more because we have less and less time to do things. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to get on your console for five minutes and you've just played ten mini games. You know what I mean? Yeah. You actually felt like you'd done something. <laughs> I would like to play with you when this comes out, but your internet's so bad it won't be able to. Hey, t- call HughesNet. <laughs> well, the last one that I had listed, uh, which I don't really feel like that I'll even play, is called Sing Star Celebration, and I it sounds singing. like a singing game. Yeah, Use your Sing Star mic or combine your smartphone with the app and get ready for your big moment. I mean, I'm waiting for my big moment. Well, I don't know if I'll play that one I because I'm just either. I'm not into singing. Peyton will love it. Oh, she'll go. Yeah. Bat crap banana crazy on that thing. Yeah. Bat crap, crap banana, banana crazy. crazy. I said that. Write that down. I don't have a pen. Don't actually. I wrote it down. down. (laughs) Right right into the palm pilot. (laughs) Um, I had uh, wanted to bring up since it's the end of the month and the beginning of the month is about to to pop up uh, the Xbox games with gold and the PlayStation Plus. Uh, Xbox they have uh, Grow Home, which is a good indie game we talked about. Yeah, that's another game that they they'll probably trash it, but everybody trashed that game, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was a fun. If they'd give it a chance, it, it's 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 got some odd mechanics to it, but it, right. it can be real fun. And they had, a, I think, they made a sequel to they it. They did, right? Yeah. Uh, grow up, grow up, or something. Yeah, something like something that. something like that. Uh, Runbo was another one they had. I've never heard of that one. Is that like uh, Dumbo and Rambo had a kid? You'd think so. Uh, <laughs> That'd be. A I can't remember. I, I I didn't look into it all that much, so I couldn't tell you what it's about, but. From what I saw, I, I kind of shrugged my shoulders like, eh, maybe. I don't know. I just want to see what the Xbox guys start thinking about this because right now, and they need to do this because they need to, Xbox, I'm, I'm talking about Microsoft in general, needs to step back and they need to start thinking about life after Scorpio or Xbox One X because this thing has no games. They have no first-party games, and this is how you get them. Yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty sad. You push these indie studios, and sometimes 
And just like I said before, an indie studio will save your ass nine times out of ten mm-hmm. if you find the right ones and you talk to them the right way. Sony has it down. I'm hoping Microsoft figures it out because there's a lot of people in studios out there that need to be, their game needs to be out there. Well, I looked up Rumbo when we're sitting there talking about it. It's got a 8 out of 10 on Steam. It kind of looks, it's like they're, it's a very indie game. You can tell that for sure if you kind of take a look at some of the uh, character designs. Oh, yeah. It looks like that. my character for the show I drew. <laughs> <laughs> some of the characters actually, I think I saw Shovel Knight in there. So I, I guess it's so There's the dude few, from uh, Steam Dig. Yeah. Steam World Dig or whatever it's called. Are the characters that I'm oh, seeing look, there? Hey, the what's his name? Uh, Lucha oh Lee yeah, Ray. the Luchador. Yeah. Okay. Well, see now I'm I'm kind of sold yeah. on it. Yeah, me too, man. It's I wonder if uh, that would be Drinkbox. Yeah, uh, yeah, Drinkbox. So I'm wondering if, uh, well, yeah, if anyone's uh, anyone listening, if you've ever played Guacamelee or oh, if you haven't played Guacamelee, that's a pretty is fun on, game. Uh, Wii U also. Looks like and they might already be in. Like I don't know. That's just a picture. You know, it could be. That could be a while back. I don't. Oh know yeah, I mean, it's, it. it definitely could be an old picture, but that's that's the game that's coming. Thanks um, for staying on top of things, Steve. I'm trying. I, I want to at least. <laughs> uh, the The next two uh, that they had on the list was uh, Kanan Lynch two. Did y'all ever play Kanan Lynch? That it sounds it. familiar, I've but I, I don't I've think played I played Kanan Lynch. Yeah, I have played both of them. They are. They could have been totally better, but I'm gonna be honest. Like they weren't terrible. I remember a scene going through like a little Chinese restaurant. And you are, Kane and Lynch is a, like one of them's a cop and one of them is a psychopath, I think. And they're working together. They're like a team. So I I, if I remember, I had like a shaky cam and it was kind of intense. Gave me a headache a little bit, but it was cool. I just remember going through this Chinese restaurant and it was just hectic. Yeah. Uh, the last one they had, uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Sold. Well, okay, going back to Kane Lynch too, was that backwards compatible? Is that was that that thing for this month? Because uh, that was I don't a 360 know. Game. If it may have been, so I didn't read that specifically about it. Right. I just knew it was on their list. Okay. Well, so it could it's be triple A game. Uh, PlayStation, they have uh, Until Dawn, which right. we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's a very good game. Very I, good if, game. If I had not bought it, <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely get it. it. Definitely. Um, I might game take of Thrones. It trade it in and. Uh, yeah, I get it. Download it. <laughs> get a little idea. something out of it. Yeah, get six bucks. Of course, everybody else has probably come up with that same idea. Yeah, yeah. You get it for like I a buck. Of it first. Uh, Game of Thrones, so the Telltale yeah. games. If you've never played that, it's pretty Just solid. Just before the series starts, this classic. The 16th this month? I uh, believe. Yeah, yeah. 16th. Stark family will rise again. We'll see. They shall. We will see. They shall be free. Uh, the PlayStation 3 games, uh, Tokyo Jungle. Never played. Now I think that is. Uh, it does sound familiar. You play though. as different animals, and you're in like a post-apocalyptic Tokyo. I think. I had yeah. It did. It did sound familiar. After I thought about it, I was like, maybe I have. I think I read about it. It sounded interesting, but I was not willing to put the money down for it. It came out early on in the piece in the PS3, and I think you probably missed that. So. Yeah. Dark Stalkers Resurrection. I've never. Never played Dark Stalkers. Is that that's uh, on P- PS3? Yeah, PS3. Uh, your PS Vita game is uh, Elemental. Doesn't ring a bell. No, and one of those uh, games is Cross Cross by the PS4. Yeah, that's uh, that the Don't one? Die, Mister Robot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's the other Vita game, and that's on PS4. What if that's well. good? Have you played that? I have not. So, I like the Cross by thing. We'll definitely check it out. I, I mean, I do check out the Vita games every now and again because you might find something that's worthwhile. Yeah. So Cross by or not, 
Dude, did you ever play the game? It kind of made fun of Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy. Um, what was it called? Dragon Fantasy. Did you I remember it? I remember you bought it, and I, I wanted to play it, but I never yeah. did. It was kind of cool, man. It was just like Dragon Warrior. That's awesome. I and love Dragon that Warrior. That was just like both of them. It had, and I, I don't know, man. It was really just cool. It's been so long since I played it. I, I would be wrong if I started quoting something from it, but <laughs> it was great. It, it just poked fun. It didn't take itself seriously. I love right. games when they do that the right way. Well, let's get into our big topic. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Nintendo and what their plans are for their subscription service, whatever that may be. None. I know that they have <laughs> mentioned in the past that they are planning something. They've been setting up where they're condensing everything into one cohesive unit, kind of like Sony and Microsoft have yes. done. So they're they're setting the table for something and everyone is kind of under the assumption it's going to be a paid subscription service of some kind like Sony and Microsoft have. However, are they going to emulate Microsoft and Sony or should they do something different? I think they are going to do something different. They already have started it or talked about it, and that's the voice chat on your cell phone. Which is your smartphone. Dumb. That's dumb. It's yeah, I agree. To buy it's, extra peripherals for something that your your controller, that your system can already do, and we know that it can do from other systems, it's a ridiculous concept. But can it do Despite that? quality, because I know that's what Reggie Fizzami was trying to argue is that the quality will be so much better. I, I have no doubt. Well, if your cell service is not good at your home, exactly. You're so you're screwed. Yeah. Either way you go about it. I guess you have Wi-Fi, but what if you don't have Wi-Fi? What if you're just hardwired? There but, are issues abound. So I got an auxiliary jack. Something to that effect, where it plugs into your controller and then it plugs into here and then into your why jack. Don't, don't they just make like a microphone? Somebody, Somebody even mentioned that. why not Bluetooth. They Bluetooth just said, would have been a genius idea. <laughs> but they said nope. Cell phones are the way to go. No, it's not. <laughs> but I don't, they'll have to prove us wrong. I, I'd love to see. I just don't see it happening. I, I don't, don't either. They're also, are they, they're using it for parties and everything. Am I right? Yeah, this is for all their online chat. I don't understand that. Doesn't I mean, make sense. Maybe it's because it's not built into the Switch because they built the Switch to be portable. But at the Still, same time, my Vita you, can do it with my PS3 right. and my PS4. I can chat through my Vita. If it, that can do it, this thing can do it. And this yeah. thing's supposed to be entirely portable, so why can't it, you know, I don't even know, like a Wi-Fi connection or something? Or Bluetooth? I, I mean, it, it, it has to be able to connect to everything. It can. There, there's a lot of questions that run around in that, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense as to why they would be doing that. But as far as as far as if they're going to offer any kind of, let's say, a $50 yearly fee, if they do that... Should they offer up new games? Should they offer up their library? What should they do? I have heard, I can't remember where I've seen this. I want to say that I've seen that it was going to be $29.99 for a year. It wasn't going to be much at all. They're going to beat you know everybody on that price. And, and my speculation is it's just going to be because it's not going to be as robust as the Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. So like we just said, it's everything's going to go through an, an app on your cell phone. So there's no need for that big network. You already have it through your, your cell service. So they're also going to offer old virtual console games. But saying that, they don't have a virtual console. And have they not said that they're not going to have one? Have they said that? They, they have <laughs> saw it in an interview quoted. Right. They have said they're going to have one. And then they've backtracked and said they never said virtual console, even though it has been said. Right. My, my only biggest problem with that is is if you're going to offer virtual console games, you have a library 
yeah. a huge library of games, yeah. whether it be Nintendo, Super Nintendo, 64, whatever. Right. I'll just even say, let's just stick with Nintendo and Super Nintendo. They're so old and they're so massive. You give me 50 bucks to play as many of them as I want, I'll pay it. Right. But yeah. do not give them to me in little spurts. Just give it to me as a whole. Because right. you, you say, hey, you get Super Mario Brothers for free. So what? So that's what, the, that's what they're going to do. I don't want Super Mario Brothers again. <laughs> I've played it so many times. Yeah. I'm just going to look at it and go, nah. A lot gonna, of people are. I was going to say, if uh, if they do do it like PlayStation and Xbox, that's what, do I guess, it. one of the, what? You just the, said they do do it. If they do do it, at, like PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox. Shut up. <laughs> uh, they could do that. I mean, they could do the... Like the old retro games, Super yeah, Nintendo, I know. That's like the one thing. every month. If it's only twenty nine ninety nine, one a month, that'd be cool. See, I've heard there's only two forever. a month, and you can vote on it. No, I'm I'm just saying like one retro game and one newer game. Well, one, I haven't heard. Well, they're gonna have to get games. a library of newer games. First. That's what I was. That's <laughs> another thing I was gonna say is there's not really any new games they got. And hopefully, the the hope is that throughout the years that of the Switch's life, it gets more robust. I guess so. Then you can start talking about, it. but. Back to the virtual console that's not a virtual console. They have so many freaking games. They could just yeah roll them out there, dude. Yeah. Like even if you, I know you just said not, I don't want them all at a little bit of time. But say they offer the free games every month, like P, games for gold and PlayStation Plus. Okay, so how many games do they have that you would want? Oh, they man. have a ton that, yeah. that a just a ton. So many games. It's enough games to get them. A good library of Switch games, that's yeah. for sure. Right, and but they won't offer those games. But see, that's why I feel like it's necessary to do it all at once as opposed to spurts because they are smaller, right. older yeah. games. Right. They're not new. You know, well, what you're talking about is like PlayStation Now. Yes. Okay, now, so that, that would like be that. different to me than this thing because what we're talking about here is an online network to play games and, and go to a store and buy stuff. You know, just comparable to just the PS Plus and Games with Gold and the Live right. and the PSN, not counting the now. Mm. But yeah, you're right. If they they could do that and just rake the money in every now, month, those consoles would literally sell themselves for a yes. while. Yeah, <clears throat> people go crazy trying to get because one. I would you, buy one. Yeah, straight out the gate. Nintendo has one power, and that's the power of nostalgia and how effective yeah. it can be. It is the most effective tool they have. Yes, by far. Yeah. If they would continue to market on that, they could survive. I think that's still why they're surviving now. Yes. No. Unlike Sega, who went under, they're following their their footsteps. No. It's just they have nostalgia in their favor. No, Sega screwed up when they rolled out the E3 and they said, "Here's the Dreamcast, and you can get it tomorrow." And they didn't tell the developers or nothing. <laughs> they just <laughs> did that, and the developers were like, "Oh, oh shit. Um, okay, our game won't be ready for about three months." So they had like two games. And that months. just went under. They screwed their self. Now, that sounds like an awesome idea to do, to walk on stage and say, this will be ready tomorrow. Yeah. We, how many times, like when the PS3, the PS4 is get ready to come out, why don't they just come out and say to be there tomorrow? That's why. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have any games yet. They just talk about the damn games. They build up the hype. For Sega it. showed that. So Sega, think, Sega yeah. thought they were being boss right then. And they, they was. They that was like, hey. ballsy. Mm-hmm. And it did not pay off this and time. And that's why no one's going to do it again. <laughs> no, and I hope they don't. I don't want to. It would be cool. If it would it was be just cool. Rumor for like years, like a year or two. They're rumoring like, "Well, the PS5 is coming out. Do you hear about the PS5?" Yeah, when's and the release one, date? Huh? Don't know. Don't know when like, the PS5. And they just keep denying. Like, nah, we're not really concentrating. And, you know, it's a few years out. And then one year, E3, they're just like, "Oh, 
by the way, PS5's out tomorrow. Enjoy. Yeah. Get yours now. That place would come apart. We're giving, I don't think that you're that gonna could... You're going to get one. You're going to get one. You're like, damn, Oprah rolled out. But I don't think that could happen today. In uh-uh. this day and age, no. they would have to have them at you know, GameStops and Walmarts and yeah. wherever you buy your consoles well, yeah, at. That's true. It would leak out. Of it. Oh, it yeah. Would be, it would it leak would be... immediately the soon and, as it hit the shelves. But it oh, also had that mystery factor of like, well, PlayStation never come out and confirmed it. And Sony's never confirmed that yet. Oh, dude, they would tear freaking GameStop all to pieces. Yeah, they wouldn't know what to it do. They'd cool. have a riot on their They'd hands. They'd throw that damn cage down and quit. <laughs> we close. Six people in at a time. But no, I, I mean, I I don't want Nintendo to fail. I feel like if they fail, the, the gaming industry won't be the same. But I kind of feel like that they need to, to amp this up. This is going to be their moment. The Switch is needs to be their game changer. Much like the it Wii changed the game. But yeah, they ain't got no choice right now. The Wii changed the game in a different way. It opened the door to something we never knew existed, which were casual gamers. Right. Gamers who just weren't gamers. They just right. liked to play with their control stick. We didn't know that that existed. Play with my control stick. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. But now that the hardcore market has kind of stepped in and said, hey, guys, that was cool and all. Bring it back. We need you to come back. But that's the ones that keep buying the games. Yeah. And... Whatever they're doing with this subscription service, whatever it may be, if it doesn't even exist, we're right. just speculating right now, people. We don't know. Yeah. But we, we're kind of hoping that there will be something good there that they can bring to the table and it make us enticed to want out and go buy one. I, I kind of do yeah. want to switch, but I don't. I do. I'm I'm very, very iffy about it. Well, dude, any kind of competition is good because it makes all the other guys take notice and they do something great for all of us. Yes. So for me, I like Sony. I don't want Microsoft to go out of business. I don't want them to lay down because all of a sudden, then Sony stops being the Sony that we know. They just go to, eh, you might get a game, you might not. No. Here's a dig dug for uh, the third <laughs> uh, month in a row on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, obviously, I mean, what what good would no competition be? No, they At that point, everyone stops trying, and we just kind of get into a meh market. Yeah, that is exactly what it would be. So, I think Nintendo's biggest problem is they need to quit trying to be so different from everybody else. I get why they do it, because they want to be, but sometimes you just got to just take a step back. Yeah, it's let's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not a bad thing, a but bit. the way they do it sometimes, it is. Yeah, it makes you question what exactly they are thinking. The Wii U was that time. Yeah. That was what the fuck. Because the Switch. The Switch had that potential. Switch is what the Wii U should have been. Yes. Right. They, they jumped the gun they should have allowed themselves more time to get this thing ready as opposed to just shipping it out and saying, no, nah, there you go. Yeah. But the idea of the Switch is a great mm-hmm. idea. They have to give us something more incentive other than you can just take it with you to go buy it. Right. Because I don't have any other incentive other than it's just another portable system, except it's a console. Right. It's a good concept, but... Uh... Well, they got the marketing and the message right for the Switch. You they did. knew exactly yes. what it was. Now, the Wii U, I remember people going into stores and like, is this just the Wii? Like, what's the Wii They U? thought that the screen itself was yeah. just a peripheral that you buy, which right. if Nintendo was not hell-bent on peripherals for everything, right. maybe people wouldn't have assumed as much. And that was one peripheral they didn't even want to... You couldn't even get that by itself. No. Like, if yours tore up, you were screwed. You just had to send it in and spend another $100 That's to get it That's another one of their problems that they've yeah. got to correct. You cannot keep holding people over barrels with stuff like that. You right. just can't. But hopefully it'll, it'll work out in the long run and... Uh, Maybe maybe I'll buy a Switch. Maybe I'll get back into Nintendo. Because I, I do. Yeah. I do want to play 
Uh, Breath of the Wild. Sometime. Oh, my no, dude. I really want to play that game. And it's, I think it's, on me being a gamer, it's a crime. I should be arrested that I haven't played it. Well, that and the numerous other Zelda games you've yet to play. Uh, you know, like I played Twilight Princess, but I had it on the Wii, and it, it wasn't good. I didn't get it for the GameCube. And I just, at that point, I would got to the point where I was not going to do motion controls. Hmm. I they, they succeeded better in Skyward Sword because it was made for it, not shoehorned in. Right. I think that's what so, I kind of felt like. The, the controls were real. just. They were. Yeah, shoehorned, yeah. And, and you know, we were talking about uh, Nintendo today at uh, work during lunch. Uh, the 3DS is another, like, I know the whole talk right now is of their, uh, you know, their online thing, but, like, that, there, there's another plan even further out than that that they need to talk about, and it is the 3DS. What are you going to do with it? Exactly, because with a portable console, the 3DS almost becomes obsolete. Now, granted, there are things you can do because you have dual screens, but at what point do the developers just say, well, why don't we just put it over here on your Switch? Because right. it just it would be so much easier, and they can still take it with them. Right. So why don't we just do that? That's the thing is, I would... Either I maybe they were just trying to get rid of the 3DS. I mean, there's kind of well, they did not. they did merge their uh, their sections the the Nintendo the console systems right. and the and the portable systems. They merged those uh, departments together for this. So does is there not now a 3DS department? No. Well, you're seeing what they did. They made the switch. I think, but so would you say that the switch actually spells? Like, the 3DS, as we've seen it now, that's going to be it. I have no clue. I, I've quit guessing what they're going to do because they don't... I feel sometimes like it's like an old man going through a nursing home. You, somebody's <laughs> holding him by the hand, and and they stop off for ice cream. or you know, it just, it, I'm expecting them to go down and get an x-ray. He stops off for ice cream and a drink of water and takes a piss, you know? <laughs> and I have no clue what's going on. Well, I mean, for every crazy thing that they do, they do have a few bright spots. But, yeah, I, I will agree that some of their stuff, it's its hard to follow them anymore, and I don't really know what they're doing. So, I, You don't know what they're doing, and that's the problem. Like with the 3DS, why would you have the 3DS and not – I don't know. I was, I was under the assumption, like, this the Switch would get rid of 3DS. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's on the path to do so. I would believe that's going to be the takeaway. At some point, you're going to have to see a drop in sales somewhere. And right. I, I really feel like it would be at the 3DS because if I have something I can take with me that's my console, why would I need another portable device? Right, and I understand marketing and, and trying to you know get the most money you can out of 3DS. I guess that's what they're doing. But at the same time, if you make a game for the 3DS, you need to make it for the Switch also. And also, I also realize that there are different types of games, but when you really look at it, there are not that many that really utilize that second screen like they should. Right. Some games are very smart about it. Nintendo, obviously, they're like, yeah, we've got two screens. We're going to use two screens. Right. But not all developers are keen on that. They no. just say, well, we'll just slap something down here like an inventory or a map. and That can be good, but, I mean, you nothing you can't already have on a console. Right. See, I've never been big on a 3DS because it's too... I know it's not gimmicky, but to me it feels gimmicky. It's like... 
here's a stylus, poke around on the bottom. It's, it doesn't, it's not fun to me. There are a lot of games that I feel like can work on consoles. I know a great example of that. A game that I just got for the Vita and uh, the very first title in the, the series I actually played on 3DS. Uh, what do they call it? They call it the Nonary Games. I don't know if you've heard of those or not. God, I it's, think you uh, played it. Nine people, nine collars, nine doors, or something like that. It's the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard of it. It's that, on iPhone. Is it not? Is it on iPhone? Also? I believe it is. Okay. Now, the, the very first time I played it was on 3DS, but it was just dialogue and screen, so it really didn't add anything. I mean, I guess it decluttered the screen, right? But that was it. But now they have it on. They moved it over to Vita. Looks so much better on the Vita. I mean, it really did. Far and away, it just looked so much better. Right. Crisp, you know, as far as graphics are concerned. But now, they've moved all those games. They've, they're all out on the Vita. And now, they're on the PlayStation 4. Right. They may have redesigned it a little bit to kind of make it work on a console, but they're there. So, you can do it there. This, I mean, it can, it can still work. The Switch is be the same way. You can, you know, port all those games right over to the Switch. It's still going to work. So it's not as if these games are dependent on a, a handheld in that way, in that manner, right. of two screens. I, you know, it's just... Sony, I, th- I feel like Sony figured it out with the Vita. Everything that comes with the Vita comes with the PS4. I mean, it's just the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as good as the Switch does as far as the taking it with you, I don't feel, because sometimes you got to have... And it really gets on my nerves. you got to have an internet connection to get the licensing and all that kind of crap. I hate that. Yeah. That is one of those. It's catch 22 yeah. kind of thing, you know, but still, I, I, I we're not going to see the full switch potential until the 3ds is gone. I think. Well, I really hope that they, uh, figure out what they're going to do. If they have plans for the 3ds and it can live going or coincide with the switch and they can live in harmony together. Fine. But I just don't see it happening. I cannot see no. it being, feasible in the long run i mean this is the one time where you're like we always talk about they love peripherals Mm -hmm. why did they not make a brand new 3ds that worked with the console that you couldn't take anywhere but this 3ds was just like that console on the move that's what they should have done yeah that would have been uh that'd have been pretty clever you yeah. may have just given them a million dollar idea and they're going to steal it. A million it. dollar idea. A million. I, I, my, <laughs> my words got caught. What? I just want to know if Peter from Family Guy, what would he think about Nintendo's strategy? I'll be honest with you. I, I really do not give two shits about uh, Nintendo because uh, I, I don't play video games. Chris, he, he may be playing them, but, uh, you know, I normally hear just a, a bunch of noise up in his room and... Uh, it's it's not good. It's a it's a lot of beating and bopping, and uh, I have no idea what he's doing up there anymore. So what what, what does Peter think about Nintendo? I do not care. No one cares. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> there you have it, straight from Peter's mouth and his ass. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's move on to our mystery <laughs> retro review because I love I love keeping you this. guys in suspense. Yeah, I asked you at lunch. Hey, what, what's the what's the retro game? No, I'm not going to tell you because yeah. I want I want to see if you'll get Gotta excited. I want to see if you get excited. Are you ready to get excited? Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Do I need to stretch for this? I don't think so. John hadn't said anything in ten minutes. I'm just listening, man. Just now, see, says, John, just like last time, just like Faxanadu, I don't think John will know what this one is, but he may have heard of it. He may have heard of it. Maybe if I have to talk, you have to talk. I'm 
Getting ready to talk right now. He, I'm can, he, right can, now. he can let you know what he thinks about just how it sounds. Yeah. All right. Karnov. Corndog. Karnov. Does that name? Karnov. Karnov. It's Russian. It's Russian. <laughs> Russian. Karnov. I do Does not. Does that not ring a bell? This is what, from, Is this on Nintendo? This was this. It was an arcade game, but it came to Nintendo. Do you have a picture? I do not. But let me describe Use it, it to you. Sentence. Let me describe it to you, so maybe maybe it'll ring a bell. Uh, this was released in 1987 on the arcade. It was a platforming arcade game. You take control of the title character, Zinborov Karnovsky, or Karnov for short. Uh, he's a bulging muscle, <laughs> bulging muscle, fire-breathing East Russian ex-circus strongman hero. Does that Mm-mm. sound familiar at all? No. Okay, you are on a quest through nine different levels to search for the ultimate treasure. Between him are horrendous monsters, including sword-wielding monks, dinosaurs, gin, hopping fishmen, gargoyles, tree monsters, <laughs> will-o'-wisps, rock creatures, centipedes, centipede women. And ostrich-riding skeleton warriors. I want to meet the centipede women. <laughs> Karnov can walk, jump, and shoot to make his way through these levels and find special items that help him. These, This might be where it, you'll remember. There are little blocks in the sky. It could be a letter K, which if you collect all the letter Ks, you get an extra life. Uh, or you'd see a little orb, and that would help increase your fire-breathing potential. It looks like the Iron Sheik. Let me see it. You found it. Okay, see, John, see, that's why John is Oh, awesome. shit. Karnoff. I do remember that. <laughs> see? Yeah. Karnoff. Karnoff. <laughs> I remember it. But you Yay. get, you can Remind find. Uh, yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, you got jump boots where you can run that's faster it. and jump higher. You got bombs right. where you can kill enemies and reveal secret passages. There's a ladder. I always remember the ladder. It would just go. Right on up. It would do what? <laughs> and you just climb it. There are boomerangs, fireballs, wings, scuba helmet. You, the scuba helmet was very interesting because he's a Russian strongman in a time that does not look like scuba helmets should exist, but yet there they are. I like when he's climbing this tree. It looks like he's humping the tree. <laughs> uh, but your red orbs, your trolleys, your shields, all this other stuff. Uh, when you acquired the red orbs, Karnov would upgrade and shoot three fireballs at a time. The end of each level had about one or more bosses, which he had to defeat to get a new treasure map. To help him on his quest. Now the Nintendo version, which is the one I remember the most, I really don't remember it in arcade at all. It came out in 1988, still by Data East. Which do y'all remember Data East? Do you remember? I do remember Data East. They, yes. they had a very interesting selection of games. I think Bad Dudes. Uh, Bad was, Dudes was one yes, of them. Yes, I remember that game. That funny enough, Bad Dudes was a game in which he was a boss. No, not the original. I don't think it was the original. I think it was a uh, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja was the name of the game, but. He was, he was a boss <laughs> in the first level. But uh, in the NES version of the game, which is what I remember, there were some differences from the arcade game, which from the looks of the pictures you got over there, that's what you're looking at. Um, he had to take two hits to die instead of one because obviously in the arcade you want as many quarters as you can and one For hit real? would uh, do it. Now, if you remember correctly, he turned blue when you got hit. Do you remember that? He had kind of had a reddish tint, and then if you got hit, he turned blue. And this is in Karnov. Yeah, in, in the NES version. You remember that all? I kind of do, dude. It's been so long. Uh, that that let you know that you're About on death's door. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the super fireball was replaced with a spike bomb, which destroys every enemy on the screen on the NES version. Uh, levels 4 and 8 were different than the arcade versions. 
Uh, the final boss was not a wizard, like it was in the arcade, but it was a three-headed dragon. They had to step up their game. Yeah, the they did. And the NES provides unlimited continues, and it also allows Karnov to be killed when both the A and B buttons were pressed on a second controller. Oh my god, oh they my went god. straight Why would you want to kill a Karnov? So your little brother could walk in and step on a controller <laughs> and piss you off? Start all over. That just seemed Karnoff! like a fight waiting to happen. Yeah, Why would you do that? Because, see, I remember, I don't know if you guys ever remember Mega Man 3, there was a glitch on that using the second controller that if you had, and it was funny, as a, as a kid, when you learned this and you didn't have someone to help you out, what you would do to make this glitch happen. On Mega Man 3, if you had a second controller plugged in, and I think if you held right on the control pad and you fell into a pit, you would not die. You awesome. could jump right back out. And just keep going. It would act like you died. Like you could actually hear the music, you know, the sound happen, but nothing would happen. And then you could jump right back out of the pit and just keep playing. So I would have my big toe on the controller while I'm playing. (laughs) 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 Just to to make it through. Because Mega Man 3 was was a pain, man. But anyway, uh, he was uh, reintroduced in several other games in the company of Data East. Like Bad Dudes vs. Dragon Ninja. Was he in Fighters History? Uh, he was in... Uh, yes, he was. Fighter's History Dynamite. Uh, it was not a sequel to uh, the original Karnov, but uh, he was in it. It was a one-on-one fighter, which he was the final boss. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I, I found interesting, little tidbits, because I'm sitting here talking about what I re- reminisce about the game. Because I remember playing it. I remember liking it. But I will complain. <laughs> this the, the game itself, you know, normally a lot of games, they had variety of music that yeah. went through their game this game had one tune every <laughs> level every single level maybe for maybe the the boss fight at the end was a different tune but the rest time. of the game that was it and when you beat the game guess what you got the same song no you got congratulations at the end that was it that was the ending you are the winner is you it, pretty much except <laughs> you don't have the guy standing and looking it was just a black screen that says congratulations you win the end it's kind of a <laughs> kind of a middle finger. That's what I would nine levels of that, and that's all you get. Uh, and oh, this had one of those mechanics that I hated in games, and maybe you remember this. Remember in old Nintendo games, if you fell or tried to fall, you wouldn't, you couldn't control your fall. You just went straight down. Yes, I yes. hate that. This was one of those games that did that, and it was just oh, mine. If you didn't jump, you wasn't. Yeah, you're you just screwed. You just yeah, you was like a rock. Yeah. So that was one of those frustrating <laughs> things that this you game did. Time your jump just right. I'll you had you to. Went. It wasn't no like diagonal fall. It was just straight. And I'm not saying this game is a classic by any means, but I do have fond memories of playing it. I remember playing it a lot as a kid, and I thought I'd bring it up and see if you guys would remember it. Because I, I, you know, I struggled remembering it, but as soon as I seen the cover shot of it, I remembered it because it reminds me of uh, Rygar. Do you remember that game? I remember yeah. Rygar. That should be another. Uh, yeah. You should do that one. Yeah. You should, that I should be your that retro one. review. I shouldn't do that. If, if I did a retro review, review, it would be freaking um, pro wrestling. Do you pro wrestling. That game? Yes, I do. Dude, that was so good. Dude. Do Starman. Do it right now. Do it. Do it right now. No, nah, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna save that for later. Yeah, save it for later because we'll, yeah. we'll do one at a time and uh, right. maybe maybe allow him to get some notes together. I actually had some good notes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. next time you think that you run the podcast, John, uh, <laughs> I was just throwing an idea. Just just pitch it out there. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, I think we've pretty much covered anything, unless y'all can think of anything that we may have forgotten. 
Can't think. Well, I mean, go buy Crash Bandicoot. When you hear this, it'll be Monday, and trilogy. it had come out on uh, you know June thirtieth. Hearing it's pretty solid today on Friday. That's pretty yeah, cool. Really good reviews on it. Very good happy. graphics. Very happy that it's getting good reviews. You know, if uh, somebody spends their time to remake a classic like that, it needs to be good, and it sounds like they did that. When, yeah. you, when you remake a game, it's not like simple like putting in the game, the old game in there. You gotta yes, completely do everything. No, no, they just. Unless Pretty you much. do something like uh, Another World, it's a painted coat, but still that has the... still fun, though. Why did that game yeah, it, build it, up I will so agree. Good? I will agree. It is still as hard and just... It's got I those uh, very realistic controls, but yes. it's still fun. So, man, dude, like those fucking worms. <laughs> <laughs> it would come up and scratch your arm and you'd die. And that was it. Yeah. That's all you heard. Yeah. God. That and the, the rock part where the rocks fall and you run through mm-hmm. the caverns. You have to be so precise. But that game is so fun. Yeah, it is. I've played it numerous times. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those I'll play again and again and again. Yeah. yeah what I liked about that, you could take that on the Vita. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I right? Yeah. yeah. I think I watched you play it on the, on the Vita. It worked really good on the Vita. Looked good, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to wrap this up, but we do appreciate all of you who are listening, whether it be through iTunes, Google Play Music, or even Podbean, our new hosting website that allows you to download our podcast and listen whenever and wherever. Please feel free to like our episodes if you enjoy them, and even leave us a comment, good or bad, to let us know how we're doing. The only way we can improve is if we know we need improving. You can also leave us comments on our Facebook page. Look us up under Super Mega Crash Brothers, like our page, and start a conversation. Tell us what you want us to talk about, and we'll discuss it on our next episode. Start a topic. I say it every week. Nobody started a topic. I'm really starting to get mad. Yeah, all it would take is just to say, hey, guys, what do you think about this? And we'll, we'll bring it up. We'll even talk about it on the show. We'll use yes. it as a jumping off point. I we need topics. An Ask John. That I'm pushing for Ask John. I want you to ask him anything. Ask how to anything. make I'll give you life advice. I, yeah. You like, live a long, healthy life. You do exactly what I say. Years. Five years, and you're going to give somebody advice. He says five. I say ten. I can give you ten extra years in your life. You can just do everything John, I do. I don't like you. What a wonderful time. <laughs> we <laughs> like, we you asked John. see that llama right there? I like that llama better than you. Man, that llama ain't got shit the on The audience me. can't see the llama. They'd have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, if you're Patreon, we'll put a picture of the damn llama. That's um, right. If you want to go to patreon.com slash pencil paper productions and give us a little bit of money, a dollar will do it, and we'll send you a picture of a, of a, a llama. llama. A dollar will get you a picture. Uh, we Two dollars will get you a picture of a baby llama. I How got about one that? We got baby llamas out here. Yeah. You see that? It all costs you just a dollar a month, and you get llamas. That's what we can offer you. Yes, llamas for content. And you're green. Money. Thank you for the it's money. It's awesome. Yeah. And we got $4. Can't go week. wrong with that. Who gave us? Four, whoever gave us $4, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You made a little girl's Christmas. Well, it was $5. $5. We got three. We have things. three so patrons at $5, and then we got one at $1. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Like, and you know, know like, it, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I haven't really had a chance to to sit on an open forum and say this. If you're listening here and you're you've been debating on uh, giving to Patreon, a dollar, even a dollar, says that you believe in us enough that you want to give something, even if it's just a dollar. And it does go a long way. If we had a hundred people giving us one dollar, that's a hundred dollars. Exactly. This could fund our podcast for an entire year. Did you ever think about that? No. But I'm I'm letting you know. Yes, and I will let you know after that that he is done letting you know that that would fund our podcast. I'm letting you know too. Yeah. John, do you want to let him know? Y'all know. 
John Y'all definitely know by now. About. Yeah, so we, we've, we've made a point. But guys, wait, I enjoy... Wait. I want to ask John a question. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> John. come up with this before what I get does ready to a, sign off. I know, but I, I just thought of it. And just roll with me here. Go ahead. What does a bobcat sound like? That's this week's Ask John. <clears throat> this will give you a taste of what to look forward yeah, to. If you'll just ask, ask John him. a question. If you've never heard of bobcat, or if you don't know... What, look, first off, if you don't know what a bobcat is... <laughs> Please get is, a picture of this for Patreon. Patreon. of... What? Oh, nice you take video. A video? I no, go see, ahead, go ahead. I want to see the video. You don't know you what doing. a bobcat is. I want to let you know what a bobcat is right now. Bobcat is picture like your normal house cat <laughs> at about three, well, about four inches to height. Yeah, probably ten pounds. No tail and no tail, and it looks like a, I guess like a leopard, like a baby tiger. Man, like a baby leopard tiger, something like that. But if you want to know, what it sounds like it sounds like. <laughs> Now imagine hearing that in the middle of the three o'clock in the morning, pitch black outside, and you have no idea where that's coming from. That was me yesterday morning. Scared me to death. Thank you. That was Ask John for this. Our very first Ask John. We now know <laughs> what did that just add ten years like. of your life? No. You don't feel younger? Shh. John, you he's, trying to, he's trying to close his show. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. We we love to hear from you. Any comments, questions that you have, definitely come back next time. Join us again on Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I have been Stephen White. I have been Todd Stark. <laughs> I am John Taylor, Bobcat Whisperer. Bobcat Goldthwait over here. <laughs> and we enjoy having you here. So until next time, guys, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.